Hi everyone. I hope you enjoyed these stories. I haven't done this topic in a long time, and if you have a story like this that you might want to share, you can send it at southerncannibal.com. Okay, let's go ahead and get started. And remember to always stay hungry. This isn't your typical scary story, but it was a pretty weird situation, and it definitely was creepy. So I was going to my friends, and I was gonna be late, so I requested an Uber. The first guy canceled on me, but the second one accepted it. He was about two minutes away. In the app, it told me that the driver arrived, but I didn't see the car anywhere around me at all. However, there was this one car that came in par next to me, but it didn't have the same plate number of my Uber driver, nor did the driver look like the guy on the app. I decided to call the driver, but he didn't pick up. Weird. So I look back to the guy par next to me, making sure once again that it's not the car I'm supposed to be riding in. I begin to see him looking at me from the rearview mirror. We maintained eye contact the whole time, and I started to get a really weird bad gut feeling. I was getting uncomfortable, so I decided to walk to another area to wait for my actual Uber driver to arrive. The guy in the parked car then started to slowly drive his car to where I moved to, once again parking right next to me. We once again had a stare down with one another. I again started to walk away from him, but just like before, he started to follow me with his car. I couldn't catch a damn break with this guy. I was getting so sick of all of this, so I pulled out my phone and I decided to call my Uber driver to see where the hell he was. He finally pulled up and as soon as I saw his car, I got inside as fast as I could. I then looked to see where the other car was and I then saw it speeding in the opposite direction. I eventually and finally arrived at my friend's house but I didn't really feel like mentioning everything that happened. I did, however, spend the rest of that night mostly going through everything that happened in my head. Was that other driver truly a creep out to get me, or was I just being overly paranoid? I'd really like to think that since every time I moved to a different spot and then following me, it wasn't just my paranoia, but I really don't know. It's really wild to think about, though, because if something bad had actually happened to me, I never would have made it to my friends that night, and no one would have ever known. That thought really terrifies me. I guess I should be grateful though that nothing like that happened. Uber is a wonderful tool for transportation, but just like with everything else, it has its own dangers as well. Be safe out there everyone, and if you take an Uber, be absolutely sure you're getting into the right vehicle. I'm a 26-year-old female who lives in the north of the UK. This happened during the early hours of this morning. I was out from 1 o'clock in the afternoon for my friend's birthday, and we had gone out for a meal and a few drinks afterwards. We were out all day up until midnight. I didn't drink as much as they did, as it makes me feel really sick after a few. So I was feeling okay, but just a little tipsy more than anything else 
as I was mainly drinking non-alcoholic drinks. When it was time to go home, I had ordered an Uber separate from my friends, as they were going in a completely different direction to me. I had just picked up some food, and I was waiting for my Uber outside a local subway. It took a while for it to get to me, and I was waiting for about 15 minutes, as it was a Saturday night and it was busy. The Uber driver called me, asking where I was. He seemed okay on the phone, and I assumed he had gotten lost, so I then told him where I was. Like I said, he seemed okay on the phone when he rang, and he did eventually find me. As I got inside, he had asked where I was going, and I then told him and we set off. While I was in the car, he had asked me a few questions about how my night was, like if I had a good time and just the general questions you would normally ask. After a while, it was silent, but it was okay, as I didn't really mind the silence. My ears were really ringing a lot due to the music in the club. I remember putting my phone in my bag, but the back of the car was very dark, so it was kind of hard to see anything. I eventually got to my destination, and he had parked a little bit down the road from my house because I didn't want him to see where I actually live. I wished him a good night and got out of the car, then started walking towards my house. About 10 seconds after getting out of the car and walking, I then realized that my phone wasn't in my bag. I turned around to see if he was still parked, but he had driven off already. That's when I realized that I must have accidentally left my phone in the car. I usually check the back seat whenever I leave an Uber or a Lyft, just in case I ever accidentally leave something. However, as it was very dark with barely any light, I did check, but I didn't see anything. And I remember putting my phone in my bag, so I just assumed that it was in my bag when I left the car. I did start to panic, as I had really important things on my phone, like banking information, personal things, etc. And I didn't have another phone or anything. I rationalized it in my head, and when I got home, I decided to borrow my boyfriend's phone to call mine and see if he could bring it back. I thought as he had just left, he might still be in the area, so I hurried home quietly, borrowing my boyfriend's phone while he was asleep, trying not to wake him up, as I just really wanted to get this resolved as fast as possible. When I called, he answered, and before I could say anything, he rudely said, I'm with another customer. I'll call you back. Now, I do understand that he couldn't talk if he's driving with another customer. However, there was no reason to be rude about it. Anyways, I sat there for about five minutes waiting and getting more anxious as time went on. And I decided to call him again, but he declined the call. I assumed he was still with the customer, so I just began waiting. And shortly after, he had called me back within a few seconds after. So, this is where the whole thing began to get kind of scary for me. I've never been in a situation before like this, and I can be really naive to things. When I answered, I then said, Hi, I left my phone in your car. Could you please bring it back if you're in the area, or can you please put it somewhere safe so I can pick it up? I had expected the man to agree or give me options on what to do, but the only thing the driver said was, I'm very busy. I don't have time to drop your phone off. You're going to have to pay me 10 pounds to drop it off. 
Now, I don't even know if that's actually a thing, but all I could think about was my phone, so I agreed to pay him if he actually brought my phone. He then followed that with, Wait outside your house. I'll be about five minutes. And I then gave him my address again so he knew where to go. I stood outside, and I had thrown on my dressing gown and slippers, as I thought he would park outside my house and it would be a fast exchange. I don't carry cash on me, so I wasn't really sure how I was supposed to pay him. I figured we would do it via the Uber app or something similar. When he pulled up, he had parked on the opposite side of the road. Now, where I live, my house is on a main road with a few fields around, and there's plenty of houses, so I thought it would be safe. However, it was really late, and nobody was around. The driver showed up, and he had rolled down his window, then shouting my name to come over. At this point, I was getting really nervous about the whole situation, but I then went over, and then he said, Yeah, so give me the money, and then I'll give you your phone. He had tried to be intimidating, and it had really worked, because I was getting very nervous. I then told him as nicely as possible, I haven't got cash on me, I'm gonna have to do it online through banking or transfer. When I said this, he gave me a really creepy smile, then saying, Okay, get in the car then. And I was really confused on why he wanted me to get into the car. I tried telling him no, it's okay, we can do it like this, but he was being very persistent about it, and he was really pressuring me, then saying, If you want your phone, come around and get in. At this point, all of the alarm bells are ringing in my head, telling me to go wake up my boyfriend and help me, because this isn't normal. I'm an independent person, and I didn't listen to the voice in my head, as I really wanted to solve this by myself and just get it done and over with. So I went and got in the car, but I left the door open, and I had one leg out of it just in case he tried anything so I couldn't make a run for it. He told me to then close the door, but I refused. While in the car, I had tried telling him that I need to do a bank transfer, so I really need my phone to do it. He was struggling to understand what I was trying to tell him. That or he didn't want to give me my phone back. I think that because I was being very polite to him, besides all of the red flags going off, and the only way that he thought he was getting the money from me was to give me my phone, so he did so and I then put in his card details to transfer him the money. I was shaking the entire time, and just then, as I was trying to put in my details, it locked me out. As I then realized I was typing in the wrong number for my card, and it blocked me from sending it. There were a million things running through my head at that moment. I didn't know how he was going to react, and I didn't know if he would refuse to let me go, but I knew I had to get out as I could see that he was starting to get angry. I needed to be quick, so I told him I needed to grab another card from inside my house. But before he could answer me or stop me, I got out of the car as quickly as possible, running over to my house, running inside, and locking the door behind me. As I was leaving the car, I could feel his hand try and grab my arm, but he wasn't quick enough as I was already out of the car. I started tearing up after I got in my house, and I started panicking. The man then started ringing my boyfriend's phone, which I had been using to call him, but I blocked the number. 
He eventually drove off after about 10 minutes. I really hadn't realized just how serious the situation was until I got back inside. I kept checking the window, thinking he would come back. I immediately reported him via the Uber app, and I couldn't fall asleep until about 3 in the morning. I told my boyfriend the next morning, and he was totally furious at the situation and how I got taken advantage of. I didn't really know if it was normal for your Uber driver to ask for money to bring an item back. I eventually got in contact with Uber's head office this morning, still shaken up with the whole situation, and they've been really helpful so far and apologizing. They will hopefully help me and make sure that this driver doesn't do this to any other girls. I'm 99% sure that he wouldn't have made me get into his car if my boyfriend had been with me. He didn't try to do anything to me, but I do wonder what would have happened if I closed the door like he asked and then realized he wasn't getting his money. I know that this could have completely gone a different direction, and I'm really lucky that I got out of it. I know it was really naive and stupid of me to not wake up my boyfriend when it all started to get really serious, but in my head, I thought, how am I going to wake him up when I have his phone and we're outside? I was so thankful that my boyfriend was inside and that I lived on a main road, so if anything had happened, I could have yelled and shouted, and hopefully somebody nearby might have heard or seen it. I'm absolutely on edge right now, as he knows where I live, and if he ends up losing his job, he might come back for me. That really can happen, and I'm trying to process it. I know this might not seem that very scary, but at the time, I was terrified. Please be careful when traveling alone late at night, and if you have a partner or housemate, make sure to wake them up if you need help, no matter how late it is. I've always listened to your stories, but I've never really had a story of my own to post. But now I do. I'm going to give you some background information here, so here goes. I've lived in Utah for most of my life, other than a few years in Wyoming. I'm an Uber driver in Utah, and I have been for a few years now. What I'm about to tell you took place about one year ago right around the time when I was specifically an Uber Eats driver. I had just gotten finished with the shift of delivering food, and I was on the phone with my mother when I got the broad idea to go looking for a former apartment that we had lived in when I was younger. Now, normally I carry my 9mm on me, but that was at home, so I decided I would go home to pick it up, just in case I got into a bad situation and I needed it for protection. My mother had done some research on the address of the apartment. The apartment used to be called Midtown Villa, and it was really never full of any kind of gang activity when I was younger. So I had typed the address in my Google Maps and drove over there. I pulled in, and I realized that the apartment is now called the Calaveras, and that everything was now a lot better looking than it used to be. So I let my guard down, which looking back now, I really regret. I started pulling through the apartments with my mom on the phone, which we had then agreed that I can put her on video chat so she too can see the new upgrades. I had pulled back through the entrance off the main road, and I had started showing my mother the building that used to be our apartment building, and I was pointing at the building and empty lot next to it. Now, the empty lot used to be a playground when I was a kid. Here's my first mistake. 
I was using a phone to show my mother, which made it look like I was recording. Second mistake, I was pointing. And third mistake, I was in a bad area and I let my guard down. Now, the reason why I tell you those mistakes is because what I didn't realize is while I was showing my mother, I was passing a guy and a girl and pointing. Now I know, all that alone doesn't seem bad, but apparently, I must have really pissed someone off who must have thought I was recording them. Even though I had my 9mm with my loaded magazine, I had made some odd choices due to the fact that I'm a very direct person. As I continue forward, I realize that that same guy is now chasing me on foot, and he's coming right for me. He's yelling at me, calling out and asking if I wanted to tussle, all while towards me and taking photos of my car. Now, before realizing it, I was suddenly moving forward faster in my car. My mind was made up. I was getting the hell out of there and driving off. Now, the events that are about to take place are due to the fact that I have some extensive training outside of others' knowledge, even though I had let most of that slip. My adrenaline was pumping, and instead of harnessing it, I mistakenly let it control my actions. With my mom still on video chat, I suddenly took notice of a car pulling up fast behind me. I took off out of there, and then the car was behind me. I turned right, and they turned right. Same turn I made again, they followed. So I went up to 9000 South, then taking a ride after stopping, thinking I was being paranoid. Nope. They then followed me all the way to 1300 West. That's where I turned right again. Guess who followed? Now, I'm not gonna lie. I was very nervous with multiple scenarios playing in my head because I knew I was in a bad situation. I knew that if it came down to it, I had my pistol. I know what you're all thinking. Dial 911, you idiot. Well, I'm the type of person that really rarely ever does that, and I wanted to get out of this on my own. While these scenarios crossed my mind, I suddenly got the bright idea to turn right onto 7800 South. So I did, as did they. But this time, a semi had gotten between us, right behind me. I was honestly very happy until the semi had turned left. Then I knew I had to figure out what to do next. My next decision was to turn left. I approached the next slide in the left turn lane to get onto the road that leads to 7200 South where the I-15 ramp was on. What I didn't think about though was what would happen if they followed me. Now what happens next? is going to really make you reconsider for not asking for help when you really need it, if you're anything like me. I turned left, and they followed, speeding up on my right in that lane. So I immediately swerved over after turning on my signal, and I then got in front of them, because let's face it, if they happen to get next to me, it could be game over. So I slowed down a little, then they got in the left lane, and they sped up to me. I then sped up as well, and just as we hit 90 miles per hour, I then slammed on my brakes, and they slammed on theirs and turned right. If I had been there, I could have been hit and rolled my car, and even died, and at the very least I would be in the hospital. That's when they then took off down the road on their right, and I booked it to the interstate. I drove to the grocery store near my house, calling the police department near that apartment complex in order to report it. 
the dispatcher then informed me that I should have called 911 to make the situation easier, and they would have directed me to the nearest police station with officers outside to deal with anything that followed me into the parking lot. The officer then called me, and we talked about it. He had went on to tell me that that area was very problematic with gang activity, and he believes that my extreme concern and judgment were very accurate. I then headed home, and I didn't let my guard down until I got home. I told my fiancé all about it the very next day, and she told me to never deliver to that area without some form of protection. So in closing, number one, don't ever leave yourself without protection. Number two, always ask for help when you need it, because otherwise, your life could really be at stake. Number three, don't be naive to your situation. I really hope that this doesn't happen to anyone else. And remember, it's not the people with pistols in their holsters that you have to watch out for. It's the people that tuck them into their waistbands without a holster. Those are the ones you have to watch out for. Be safe, everyone. And thanks for listening.